This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to the Podcast of a Thousand and Four Holds Top Rope Review. Headlock. Armbar. Body Slam. The moss-covered three-handled family gradunzel. Armbar. Cobra Clutch. Lion Salt. Armbar. Full Nelson. Figure Four. Canadian Arm Drag. The Canadian Pile Driver. And you're listening to the Top Rope Review here on uh, Podcast Detroit, uh, right above Activate Gaming in Detroit Sound Studios. And this is our third episode, guys. Yay! Those like we made it a lot longer. It does. <laughs> does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't be like, this is our 10th episode. I'll be like, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think to start it off, I think we need to call ourselves out. We were all waiting outside to get in, and Dave was here the whole time. We didn't realize he was here. We're just like waiting outside to be let in. Um, well, I, I don't know what no kind idea. of car he drives. I thought I knew. And apparently, apparently I you did don't. because I pulled in. I was like, "Oh, Dave's not here," and it was like, "Oh, oh, Dave was here. Dave was here <laughs> dealing, like, dealing with some technical issues. Ten minutes till showtime. We're not going to go on." <laughs> and finally, I came up with the genius idea of actually ringing the bell. And he's dun, like, "Oh, dun, hey guys, dun. come on in." And lo and behold, Dave was here the whole time. So that was great. But we're on, and it's our third episode, and we got some wrestling to talk about. Right? Oh, gosh, I wrestling. hope so. Some wrestling. wrestling. All right. Wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, the <laughs> – I'm not saying it. You say it. The XICW Thank show you. happened last night. You guys missed. We, we all missed it. Oh, oh, I know. The show. We've been kicking ourselves all day over it. I wanted to go – since you showed me the flyer uh, a couple months ago, I guess, and I just too much stuff happened, and I didn't know uh, – Far enough in advance. We're not missing it again. No, though. we're no, not. No, nope, definitely not. I, I, and I and I don't say this to be cruel. I genuinely have not. I, I am. I am exhausted. Like we were, we, you know, the after party and all that stuff. We were out forever last night. Um, Rubbing I, it in. I don't. Giggity. I genuinely. <laughs> I, I genuinely <laughs> do not know how they're going to top that show. I don't. Not. I mean, every single match from top to bottom could have been main event headline caliber any on any other card. Any well, other you show. said this this was the 200th show. Yes, which officially makes them the longest running promotion in the state of Michigan. Like yeah, now, clap it out guys. He's now bypassed yeah. his dad. Um, he's you know with ICW back in the day, you know Sweet Daddy Malcolm Monroe, he's by I mean he's it, it's it's nuts. It was it was a hell of a show. And uh correct me if I'm wrong cuz I think I saw a video of this. Was a little girl used as a foreign object? In Isabella, a match? yes. In the, uh, <laughs> in, in the fans bring the weapons match. Someone brought their kid. Oh well, no. So here's the deal. So Isabella um, and her dad are at every single show, whether it's Best in Detroit or the Rich shows, and every single show, she dresses up like one of the wrestlers. Okay. So you know she's come as Jimmy Jacobs. She's like she had, and she they go all out. Like so, like when she dressed up as Zach Gowan, she had the uh, one black stock. <laughs> okay, I was about on. to say, what'd she do for Zach Gowan? Oh yeah, no, she didn't actually cut her leg out. No, but she, <laughs> she had, cut had, it all off. Had, she had, she, she committed, committed. Uh, but you know, had the one black stocking, so it looked like there was, you know, she was missing a leg. Um, and so last night she was dressed as uh, Hakeem Zayn. And when uh, the when the Monroes were going for the pin on the Scarbonis, uh, she was sitting there in the front row, jumping up and down like mad. DBA jumped outside the ring, brought her up into the ring, and yes, they used Isabella to <laughs> slam the Scarbonis down. Now, so That's how awesome. old is this girl? She, I believe she's nine, if I recall correctly. <laughs> so she's real it, small. It's on Facebook. It's the Get a chance. You have to watch the video. It's oh, yeah. amazing. So last week you were saying how Bob's head was the craziest weapon you've seen used. Yes. I feel Tops. like that topped that by using a <laughs> Using child. a nine-year-old as a yes. That was – That and may – they somehow topped crazy it. crazy stuff last night too. I mean, you know, they're uh, – uh, you know, you had your usual baseball bats, uh, some of which were wrapped in barbed wire. Nice. Uh, the boring stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, you had, you had there were some metal pipes. Uh, there were some broomsticks. There were some kendo sticks. Uh, I never yeah. liked the broomsticks. I, I just, I don't know. Kendo sticks, I, I'll love a good kendo stick. But broomstick never 
didn't much yeah, for and me. it's one of those things where, like, you know, as as some of the conversations were going on on the Facebook page on the event um, before the event happened, people were, you know, oh, I want to bring in, you know, like chainsaws and all. This kind <laughs> of and so finally, like, I stepped in and I took my XYCW hat and I posted as me, and I'm like, guys, all right, look, I, I get the enthusiasm, and that's awesome. But you do realize that these these are people, right? Like these are real live human beings, not action figures you can like dump into a blender and, <laughs> and like not worry about consequences. Like let let's have fun, but let's not be stupid. Yeah, they have lives, they have families, they right, <laughs> they have children. Yeah. Kayfabe aside, they're like outside of wrestling. Don't don't be that guy. No, I, I hope they do top themselves though on the 18th for best in Detroit. Part two. Yeah, so it's it's the second part of the anniversary show. Uh, that'll be in the Ritz uh, on the 18th. That's gonna, just going to be a mess of a day. That, uh, the lineup so far looks crazy. So good. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and they're, they're not stopping. I mean, so, you know, Michael Bennett um, and Maria Canellis. Oh, you guys miss Maria Canellis. <laughs> I saw pictures. <laughs> Trust me. I did some Facebook stalking. I'm sure it doesn't, does no justice, though. No, no, it really doesn't. Um, and and they, there was a line, like, so the, the way the Imperials laid out is, you know, the merch tables are up by the front doors. They both had a line going, like, all the way back to the back wall, to the bars, wow. uh, for, you know, autographs and photos and that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I believe Sanjay Dutt uh, yep, is coming. Sanjay Dutt, we have Rhino, and I believe uh, Justin, Justin Gabriel, Gabriel or PJ Black. Black. Yep. Yes. It's going to be a good show. And then there wasn't a UFC match going on this time like the last one, was there? No. Uh, there literally was nothing in the other hall, well, which good. was great uh, because there was a huge, huge um, – we had more, uh, there were a ton of people there last night. Um, so, you know, the line out in the hallway, I don't think we got everybody in um, and situated until 7.30-ish we finally got started. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, just be, and that was with opening the doors at 6.15. Um, there was just a constant stream of people that kept showing up to buy tickets at the Sounds door. Sounds like a good problem to have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, are, there are worse issues. Yeah. Uh, we were actually kicking it around. You know, we didn't do any, um, like, you know, we didn't have somebody running around with a baseball count or anything. But just based on, you know, like, Bob and I and our gut on our events and that kind of stuff, we were probably at a good... If we were anything under 425, 450, I'd be stunned. And, you know, once we get the ticket counts and all that stuff, we'll know for sure. But, I mean, it, it was it was just a phenomenal event. Now, um, I want to ask about belts. Like, what, did any belts switch hands? Yeah. Cause so so the, the gives fans, a little bit of an update, yeah. So the fans bring the weapons match uh, <laughs> was the tag team title match. That was uh, the Scarbonis uh, had the title walking in. Uh, they did not have the title walking out. Uh, so DBA and MM3, uh, the Monroes. Uh, are the new tag team champions. Uh, the the other video, uh, if you haven't seen this one yet, the extreme intense championship match uh, for that title between Hakeem Zayn and Orlando Christopher, that was the cage match to close out tonight, the mm-hmm. night, the headliner match. I heard the uh, the last move to, the, to win that match was insane. It was a suplex off the top of the cage. Off the top of the oh, cage? Nice. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> the imperial yeah. ceiling isn't that high. It was a suplex off off the top of the cage. How did that work? Um, I'll, I'll pull, during a break or after okay. the show, I'll pull up the video for you. Um, but yeah, so uh, Orlando Christopher uh, definitely earned winning that title back last yes. night. Yeah, congratulations, dude. Holy crow. Yeah, that was... Um, a super duper plex. Oh, like I said, I mean, it just, the the night, the, the guys out and the girls, uh, I don't want to take anything away from, you know, Taylor Hendricks and Ashley America uh, had a phenomenal match. Um, even people that I know there that are usually, you know, the hardcore, you know, eh, women's wrestling eh, were on their feet having a great night. Yeah. Um, you know, possibly like one of the best things I heard is, you know, I walked outside, we were, you know, because we were there doing the uh, the live commentary for the DVD that will be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, during a break between matches, I ran outside to grab a quick smoke. And there were like five, uh, I'm going to guess like early 60s, uh, maybe mid 60s gentlemen that were standing out there. And they were like, man, you know, this is, you know, I heard that, you know, you're one of the guys that's involved with this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, hence the jersey and the web. Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, you know, I can't believe we've never been to one of these matches, you know, one of these events before. This is friggin' insane. You know, this is old, you know, old school ECW. This is the best. And this was like after maybe three matches in. Uh-huh. Um, they're like, you know, this is, you know, we're so coming back. So, I mean, like, that's that's the kind of cool stuff. And so, I mean, even with, you know, even with some of the nonsense that happened leading up to it, like, you know, so this was supposed to be um, the Wolves were supposed to be there. Um, and then, you know, TNA basically booked a last minute event. They're the champs. They had to they go. They had to go the there, TNA yeah. Um, so there was that. Uh, Buff Bagwell um, 
broke, destroyed his shoulder uh, like four days ago, you know, and, and he was supposed to be one of the headliners on the card. And that's when uh, Michael Bennett and Maria Canellis, that's when we reached out to them to get them in as a replacement. So, and, that, and that's one of the other things, you know, I was, I was a little leery about, you know, were we going to get a lot of feedback or a lot of pushback about, you know, the cancellations and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But uh, there was uh, there was a minor chant um, for uh, F. Uh, Buff Bagwell mm-hmm. uh, for not being there. <laughs> uh, of there was that, but I mean, everybody was really, really happy with the replacements and the lineup cool. in the card. It was great. Awesome. No, that's cool. And I did see on Facebook that you gained a few uh, n- new fans. A lot of people were like, "This is my first XICW show. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely coming back." And that that's awesome. And I wish I was there because after the one I went to a month ago or two months ago. I want to come to this one. It just so happened I could. Yeah. But well, I mean, and there is, uh, you know, and, and, and not to take anything away from the Ritz, but I mean, there there is a difference yes, between there, shows at the Ritz and difference. shows at the. I mean, Imperial. I haven't been to a Ritz show in a long time, so I'm excited to go on the 18th, just to see if there is a different vibe than there was when I was younger. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. I'm I'm looking for just personally me looking for that vibe. Right. So this is making cool. this is all making me so sad. I was literally like this close to canceling my thirtieth birthday party just to go to the show. <laughs> yeah, dude turned thirty, and he was like, "You know what? I might have to just uh, step down from this and and, and take a hoof out to uh, the XICW over here." <laughs> we should just move the party to the show. We should have. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I had like I, I had very minor plans, but I I didn't get out of work until seven thirty, and I'm up in Port Huron, which means I wouldn't have been able to get to the show until like eight thirty nine o'clock. Seems like it still would have been worth it, though. Now, looking back in retrospect, but I had plans that totally fell through in Port Huron. I was supposed to go like kind of like a bar pub crawl, an unofficial thing. And everybody was like at the last minute, oh, can't do it. Sorry, bye. It's cold and rainy. We yeah, yeah, yeah. People wussed out on me. Yeah. And I was like, I had stuff I could have done, man. Well, let's touch base on the most important match of the night. Did my good friend Caleb Stells beat Father Time? He did indeed beat oh. Father Time. Oh. Yes. Did he break Father Time? Did he paralyze him? Did he make his sight come back? Uh, no, no, and no. Okay, uh, because no miracles. He said all that stuff yeah. on the show last he, week. He was very adamant about making his sight come back. Yes, yeah, it, make it, sure you tune in to last week's episode to yeah. hear that. It was it was a great two. match, though. I mean, it, it, they they uh, yeah, you know, like you said, when Father Time gets his hands on you. He gets his hands on you, um, and it was. I mean, that was that was a hell of a match, you know. But I mean, again, I mean, everything from. I mean, the night opened with Jake something, um, you know, who's uh, done a, you know, he's trying to make his way into the Ring of Honor now. Uh, he's been around XICW for quite some time now, um, going up against Silas Young, you know, the the last real man in wrestling from Ring of Honor. Um, that match again alone could have been. A headline top card match anywhere else, and that's how they. That was the off first the match. That was the first wow. match. That's, crazy. that's that's ridiculous. Well, I'm pretty sure Wild Dogs are gonna have to keep us away from uh, the 18th coming up in, in, in the next uh, few weeks or so. We got some stuff we got to shuffle around. We're gonna talk to you off mic about it. Cool. Um, but I think it's time for us to get into uh, another thing that happened last night. Um, yeah. So uh, WWE had their special event. Uh, at MSG, the part of the what was it, the Go to Hell tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we're well, going to work Jericho's twenty fifth anniversary tour, guys. Well, yes. this is that's the not show. how they're billing it, yeah. though. It's the show. That's how they are billing it. If your name is Chris Jericho, <laughs> Chris Jericho made it his show. Well, we're we're, ju- we're jumping ahead, show. though. We had other stuff happened. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that. I mean, yeah, that was the only thing that really matters to us, Jerichoholics. But yeah, <laughs> so let, let's gotta go be fair. Through, yeah, let's go through the card. Um, I will say though that this, I think, feel like this this event was kind of they they build it as something huge, and it was kind of just like well, we said it was a house another, show, it was a televised house ep- show, another episode of Raw. Yeah. So. Well, they did the same thing a couple weeks ago in Japan. So like I, I posed yeah, this question. Yeah, but that's in Japan. That's like, kind of yeah, that cool. Was, like, that was yeah, cool. That was I mean, a fun one to so, watch because you mean, had to get up at 5.30 in the morning, which I did. And it was – I got up, watched it. It was really cool. A different vibe for the Japan one. And I just – I went home and I went back to bed. The big draw for that was Brock Lesnar again, right? He was going to be on it. But, I think it was his first time back since WrestleMania. Yeah, so they made a big stink about it and he just like destroyed the New Day, right? I think it was just Kofi. Yeah, it was Kofi. It was oh. just Kofi. It wasn't New Day. It was just because oh, I thought he like like uh, New Day did come yeah. out, but 
it was it's mainly just yeah. Okay. Brock Lesnar just destroyed everything. In his was past. it a good match or was it a squash match? It was a couple months ago. It was. It was fine, if I remember right. It wasn't they a squash Kofi match. Some, yeah, some they definitely let and, Kofi nice. smack him around. A okay, because I know last night we'll, we'll we'll get into it. Sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. jumping ahead to the Brock Lesnar match. What other matches were there though? So the first match was Randy Orton and Ziggler versus uh, Sheamus and Rusev, and um, you know it was pretty much what you'd expect. A lot of Ziggler selling really well because he does it better than anyone anybody. Else. And then you know making the hot tag to Orton. Um, and they they ended up defeating them uh, via disqualification. Or no, no, not via. No, it was it was a it was a clean. Yeah, I watched it. Um, the most interesting part of that match was after it was done, was when Rusev was because uh, Sheamus took the pin, and Rusev was all pissy, and got in his face, and Sheamus gave him a little bit of a bro kick in the face. So it's a little heel on heel action there, which I love. I love it when uh, WWE does something like that because you're like, who do I root for? I don't know who's neither. You never. Yeah, you're right, but you never you don't see that anymore. That in itself made it a little interesting, but it was only the very very end of it. Yeah, do, do you think that's going to go anywhere, or if it gets Rusev away from Dolph Ziggler, I would love it. It might I not, would love it. It might not go anywhere at the moment, but eventually they might they plant be, a seed. Yeah, that might have been just. Yeah, well, because right the, I mean, they televised not televised it, but they streamed it. You know, it was there for everybody to yeah. see instead of just a house show. So they could come back and revisit that. Sure. All right, next match. Yeah, next match was Neville, uh, and he defeated Stardust. That was pretty. I mean, it's t- typical. So Stardust Neville match. Yeah, just solid like match, but we've seen yeah. it before. Decent match, and then Did they have Red Arrow. And was the uh, wasteland and the extension in the corners? Sure weren't. No. Nope. Okay. The main thing that happened in the match was at one point uh, Stardust grabbed Neville's cape and went to the top oh. rope with his cape on, and you right. almost looked like, is he going to try the Red Arrow with the cape on? Can Cody do that? Cody's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Stardust. Sorry. Sorry. Stardust I don't is know who awesome. Cody is. <laughs> Stardust is, is great. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know if he can. I think they got retired that. right around yeah, the time he, Stardust came around. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't handle it. But yeah, so there was that weird thing. And then, you know, Neville won. Okay. And then we had a six, uh, six Diva match Team Bella versus Team PCB, which. I was like, does it make any? I know, I know they ended up leaving Paige, but it didn't make any sense to me that PCB was even still trying to do matches. So together. was Paige in the match? I, I didn't yeah. have yeah. a chance to watch this at all yet. I'll probably well, watch it tomorrow. Even on Raw, though, it was kind of like they started the match with Paige, and halfway through, Paige walked out. Yeah, this was a reflection of that. This time, they walked out on Paige. Oh, okay. got the revenge. Yeah. All right. So Paige was I, left to take the uh, the pen. Did something like that. I didn't know if. Paige was even going to be there. I'm this is why I'm thinking, questions. and I'm backtracking a little bit, this is why I'm thinking that the Seamus Rusev thing might grow into something because, oh, yeah. like, plot stuff happened on okay, the show. So that, that makes sense. So they'll, with, they'll review uh, this on, Rusev like, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Okay. So I, I wasn't sure. Like I said, I wasn't able to watch it yet. I will eventually There were it. chants for Sasha Banks during this match. Sasha Banks, I think, is the most over diva in the WWE. Because so she's far, one yeah. of the most talented. Well, yeah, she's very Amazing. good. I can't wait till that rematch with uh, her and Bailey on NXT Takeover. I think oh, coming that's up Wednesday. Great. Is yeah. it this Wednesday? I believe so. Oh. Yeah, I think so. I just finally watched the Brooklyn match. Oh my god, dude! So, right? You just yeah. finally amazing. Watched I'm, I'm kind good. of bummed though. So they they did this thing I didn't like because because it's a thirty minute Iron Man match, Iron Woman match. Yeah, on it's, Wednesday. It's, it's like. Give them a sixty-minute match. They could do a sixty-minute well, match. They don't have uh, enough time. I yeah, about to say that's their they, things are only two hours, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. They're, I think they're just, just trying to because they have so many NXT people they need to focus on. I think they're just like give them thirty minutes. I'm sure if they could give them, yeah, an yeah hour, I, don't they would. A, I don't think I don't it's think it's a diva thing. I think it's thing. just a. It's just they're just trying to. I don't save necessarily some time. think the match needs to be built as an Iron Woman match. Just give them thirty minutes to build on an awesome match, which they can do. I mean, most of the it's, most of the big pay per view matches go about thirty minutes long. Well, the Iron Man mm, match is uh, I agree the rules for it is how many pins you can get it within a certain amount of time, right? Because yeah. yes. the the match doesn't end when you get the pin. The match ends at the end of the allotted amount of time. Yeah, but most of the classic Iron Man matches they don't start getting pins into about the 35, 40 mark, anyways. I think it's, the, it, it puts over start, how long it is. Yeah. It's, it's just it's, it's giving them. Whereas uh, a match would just be thirty minutes, and like smart marks like us would be, oh, that was awesome that they let them go so long. Like if they bill it this way, then it's like, like telling everyone, look at how long they can go. This is awesome. Like putting putting mm-hmm. that part of it over. I think if that uh, takeover were to be 
longer, they would definitely have them do an hour. But if they did an hour, that's half their show gone when they could use another half hour for maybe two or three at the most NXT matches and focus on yeah. at least, uh, what, eight more people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. but that's, uh, that's the way I see it, though. Anyway, back to the match. Nikki Bella got the pen over Paige uh, using the rack attack, which a move I hate the name of. Um, coming from <laughs> yeah, the rack would, show, I just would. hate that name. Um, anyway, so it was like, talented ladies in the match. Um, right. the, the people there didn't care. They wanted again. We've they wanted BAD. Seen it. Yeah, right. pretty much. Uh, next one we got is Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho, and I think yes. the most important part of this is you know Chris Chris Jericho cut a promo before the match talking about how this is uh, his 25th anniversary, and Lance Storm was there sitting in the front row and talking about how he was his first opponent. And uh, it was just, it was a cool thing to see. I mean, I'm a huge Chris Jericho fan. I think we all are. I'm a Jerohawk, absolutely. I think we are all Jerohawks, I believe. Will? Definitely. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Say, you were really great. quiet for a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, buddy. Uh, He's I like, Chris double check. Jericho? Who's that? I'm actually not a big fan of his wrestling career, but his his uh, stuff he's done after wrestling. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm just joking. Get out. I still big Fozzie the, fan over here. I still remember the day I saw him debut on Raw. Yeah. Oh, I remember that clearly. Man. That was a great moment. Yeah, with him and uh, The Rock. Yes. Yes. He interrupted and I wasn't. Rock. I wasn't a big um, WCW guy, so I had no clue who he was. I, was, I didn't either. The countdown was happening, all this stuff, and I was like, who's this new guy going to be? Who's this new guy going to be? Yeah, they teased him for like, like three, four was, weeks before yeah. that. You know, and then The Rock's cutting the promo, and he comes out and interrupts The Rock's promo, which no one does that at that nope. time. No. Like, no. He was one a of the, giant star then, and yeah. this guy. And was it this – was it that uh, – Segment when The Rock said, who the hell are you? Or yep, that was it. it. Was that one? Okay. No, that was, no, no, it was that Booker was, T. Was, no, was Booker no, he did oh, for him, too, I believe. It was no, Booker. It was, the one that Sting talks about is Bo- after Booker T came in, after WCW got bought. I thought. Because yeah. Bo- Booker T came in as champ. Yeah. You know? Okay. I, I, I might be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, he, I thought I remembered it. Well, no, he did. He, he did. He did do it? Similar. Okay. The who are you? That was a big news story. Oh, I was, was, I was just saying that's yeah. what he said to Jericho. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember he used to have the long, crazy hair, the long beard. He was the Rockatola. I, oh, I can't even say it right. The Ayatollah of <laughs> Rock and Roll. Yeah. We all know it. Obviously. You, you don't know it. So obviously you're not that big of a Jericho fan. <laughs> no, that, that, was Will, no I, that was just Will <laughs> tripping over English. That's fine. It's not a big deal. Lucas does it all the time on the rack, so we can't fault him for that. So, <laughs> so yeah, go the, on with the promo. Yeah, so that I mean that was, and that's actually why we opened the show with the the arm bar, a little tribute to Y two J. So I think the one thing that's interesting though is the last time we saw him, like when we saw him at the pay per view, he left as a heel, like kind of obviously doing some heelish mm-hmm. stuff. And um, this this time he's you know he's obviously like full face, full baby face. Whenever he hits the lion salt, that's when you know he's a face. Which I don't think he did actually. I think Owens got the knees up, but then like kind of as a as as like a thing to that, um, he got his legs up when Owens did the swanton. So, but you have know. to remember, he is a face that night. Technically, he's still a heel right now, so maybe that is why they had Owens counter. Well, maybe they broke kayfabe just because it was maybe, his, yeah. it was his you know yeah, anniversary his, his thing. Night. You know, I, I, I mean, he pointed out Lance what, what Storm and a bunch of other guys yeah. at the side of the ring, like his th- four best friends in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. all the guys he started mm-hmm. up with, all the ones that are still alive. Ooh. Whoa, what? Okay, so who who uh, actually won well, the no, match? His, all of his. I feel bad for the guy. All of his riding partners are gone. Basically, yeah. like you know, we won't we won't say, but yeah, let's not be sad what? about that. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> who, who won the match? Uh, so Owens. Owens uh, won because he raked his eyes. Cheaped out, really, so just okay. like he did, just like he did with uh, with Ryback. Okay, so they're, I think they're making that a thing for him. I don't. Like it was it. a it was kind of a cool spot too. I think he put him up for the pop up power bomb, and Jericho uh, rolled down his back into what looked oh, like it was cool. going to be a, a a pin, and then he stood up and was trying to get him into the uh, walls of Jericho. And then he poked him in the eye and rolled him up. So it was a cheap win. Cheap, you know, cheat Owens yeah, cheat, Owens. basically. He's the heel in the Not match. fight Owens fight. It's cheap fine. Owens cheat. Yeah. Right. They should next. make those shirts. <laughs> one. Uh, next match was Dudley's versus New Day. Very disappointed. Really? I thought, well, I thought they'd put Dudley's over um, and give them the titles just because. Madison Square Garden. They're from New York. New and, York. And it tells people, hey, you need to watch these special events we do because Stuff something happens. can happen. I but, agree with you. I feel and, like. 
You make a good point. I, I do agree with yeah. you there. And not only did they did they did they you know not get the titles, they did the exact same finish that they did at the last pay per view. So it's like lazy booking. So it's yeah. basically just a pay per view match again. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Right. I, I kind of feel yeah, like. I, like I, Two, sorry, I kind of feel like two or three years ago they would have had the title, the tag titles switch hands because no one cared about the tag titles two, three years ago. But now they're like doing a good job of making the tag titles more relevant again. I think they're doing a good job with all the belts doing and, that. And, and, and they're making a huge deal about once the Douglas win, it will be their tenth time having the belts in the company. I think that's why so, they're saving it for the yeah. uh, for the actual pay per view instead of this. Make it more of a. Party type of I mean, I would have liked to have seen a belt switch hands, but just because of the way it was booked, like you could tell that no belt was going to go to anyone else. That's the one downfall you miss about the Monday Night Wars is they would switch belts constantly, right? Could people tune that's, in? I will tell you one thing. That's one thing I thought when I came back into wrestling. I was like, why are there so few belt changes? Because mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, it'd be constantly changing hands. And then when they do change, they always go back to the same guy. Yeah, it's the same two or it's like four oh, guys. People just this. passing it back and forth, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was like a year where you, every other pay-per-view you've seen, they just won the belt back. It was ridiculous. Well, that's Luckily, why he got yeah, to be like a record-breaking guy. What, he's he's tied right now with Ric Flair? Yeah, he will be tied. Thanks to John Stewart, he's not tied. Yeah. Thank you, John Stewart. <laughs> so uh, the next match was Lesnar uh, versus Big Show. So the big match. Yeah. This yeah, this was the whole booking of the pay-per-view. Or not the pay-per-view, the, the stream. I do like how they were going along the uh, storyline of I'm the only guy to beat Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. back in... Because I, I watched it back then when that actually happened. Um, so I, I kind of liked it. It was a little bit... They brought a little nostalgia back into it. Um, it was a cool way... Because when they first announced it, I was like, now why are they having Big Show and Brock Lesnar? Like, I understand two big guys... But Big Show hasn't won a match. Oh, he's since won matches. So that's that's the thing. The booking of the angle is not bad. The booking of Big Show makes yes. the angle bad. It's like Big Show facing Brock Lesnar is great because Big Show is huge. Big Show's beat him, but Big Show hasn't beat anybody on Raw or SmackDown in like in, three years. You he, know, he yeah, just they, started beating people in matches recently. Yeah, he I had a, he had a little he, feud with um, with Cesaro, which was a great a which little, was a great match, and then yeah. um, he had a match with Mark Henry, another guy yep. that I think they booked terribly. Why? Um, yeah. Well, it's you have showing you those promo clips, and it just reminds you how great of shape the Big Show used to be in. Yeah, yeah, like, he was just a gigantic, yeah. scary-looking dude. Yeah, I mean, it's, and I still remember watching SmackDown when they did the Superplex originally yes. and broke the ring, mm-hmm. which oh, I was, was so upset when, when they redid it. What four or five years ago with him and Henry? Him and Henry. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I ruined a great moment. Yeah, because I remember, I. I Came back in and they did that and I was like, "They've done this before." Like, that mm-hmm. was like right when I was getting out and right. I mean, it was it in. was more it was more weight, obviously. Yeah, and also right after that, you had I believe it was Cena and Alberto Del Rio wrestled in that broken yeah. ring, which yeah. was, was pretty cool. cool. It, was, it was a cool match. It was like it was oh just okay, them having to work around it. Uh-huh. But, okay, so what actually went on in the match? Now that. Well, they let, we they let Big Show get a little bit of offense in, but it ended up it was just an ad for an advertisement for, for Brock Lesnar's dominance. Okay, I mean, I kind of figured the beginning out. of the match, he tried a double leg takedown on Big Show, and Big Show just threw him out of the ring, just, just picked up him and chucked him out of the ring. And then he tried it again, and the Big Show um, he he dominated. He gave him three choke slams, and oh wow, um, really? Yeah, and Brock kept popping back up like all crazily, like how he, how he does whenever he takes a hit, mm-hmm. and then he. Uh, after the third one, goes for the pin. You know, he's on the ground. And uh, I forget how he finally... Oh, he was going for the punch. He was going for the weapon of mass destruction punch. And after he missed it, um, Brock went around him and gave him a, a German suplex. And then he just decided that he wasn't going to sell the fact that he was chokeslammed three times by a giant man. Because he's, you know, Brock, Brock Lesnar. Okay. Barack of- <laughs> <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Well, do you think one of the reasons that they're trying to do this this uh, whole Block Lesnar tour before Hell in a Cell is to eat? Because the match doesn't really need to be promoted at all. Everyone all you have to do to is see. go Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, Hell in a Cell. But, but, I mean, do you think that maybe they're hoping to get Lesnar more comfortable in the ring and that it's going to be a much more technical match? No. Like, and a lot less of just them punching and suplexes it'd be more of an actual this all-out wrestling match i i think he's comfortable in the ring whether 
he's been in it frequently or not, he's comfortable in the ring. When he's in the ring, he's he's going to have a good match. Do you guys think like do you think he actually works as stiff as it looks like he works cuz like you see him give the smaller guys like Rollins uh, German suplexes and he just like lets go of them and then they just go and I'm always like oh oh like when it looks like, I mean it looks like he's legitimately bit, throwing yeah them. you're yeah. legitimately beat I, up after one of those matches That Roman Reigns match during Royal Rumble was it that I th- thought it was a shoot. Yeah, WrestleMania oh, was just yes. the whole time. I thought that was a shoot match for a minute. Welcome That's, to Suplex City, bitch. I was like, oh, wow, this is. There's some heat on these two guys have heat, but but he's like that with just, everyone. Yeah, yeah. But that was the first time I legitimately was like, this is it. This is a shoot match. Like when, once when what really sold me on that was when Rollins turned and just smiled, and there's just blood. All over his that mouth. Was, that was an awesome spot, that, though. That match also, I was never a big Roman Reigns fan. Uh, fan. That match made me more of a Roman's, Roman Reigns fan just because of the way he worked Brock Lesnar. Oh, the way he worked with Brock Lesnar. Well, you guys remember when he first when Brock first made you return back and he was just left in lights and he has the hospital. You know, he, he, trip, he broke, broke Triple H's arm. You know, and during that pay-per-view match they did when you first came back. Yeah, that uh, SummerSlam a couple years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. but they even ha- he was less dominant then because in, in his initial return, he lost to Cena, he lost to Triple H. It was like he was a monster, but he was like the a heroes beatable were monster. still yeah. overcoming him. And now they're booking him like this unstoppable Cause broke, force. It, it's because he broke the streak, and they need to continue making him look good to try to make the fans get over him breaking the streak. Who's going to beat him when they finally beat, uh, beat him? Undertaker. This, yeah. This is the rubber match. Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah I, I think Undertaker's going to win the Hell in a Cell match. Is he going to win it clean or is he going to low blow him again? I hated Ooh, that. I hated I it hated so much. That. What was the point of that? You, you don't need to make to him turn, a, a heel. Yeah. Like, are they trying to make Undertaker the heel and Lesnar the face? Yeah. They because are. Lesnar came back as a face after he was suspended by the authority. Yeah. So Because he was feuding with Rollins. I have this whole problem. Besides Rollins, I, I view the authority as faces. <laughs> like them all too much. Really? Sometimes, yeah. yeah they, they come out and they'll suddenly be like, oh, you know, the Divas Revolution, you know, women matter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great, it's awesome. Like, and then they do stuff like, yeah, great, that's awesome. They should probably turn down the... And then they're like, oh, we're going to back Rollins no matter what he does. And like, yeah, what? That's not consistent. <laughs> Triple H oh, and that? Stephanie are two of my all-time favorite people in the business. You oh, know? yeah. So oh, yeah. It's, like, it's like I cannot, no matter what they do, like the Stephanie McMahon... The seventy, you know, and the Hensley era back in like the late two thousands, like some of my favorite moments. I like I always love them as the heels in charge. Well, I think they're. They, I think that what they're doing now is they're trying to make it more realistic. And I, I was re- actually reading an article about this. It's like um, everyone is kind of like sh- they're they're not like painting anyone as like a straight villain anymore. Like it's not and, shade, it, It's not black and white. Shades of gray. Right, and it's like. Roger Goodell doesn't think he's a bad guy, but everyone who's a fan of the NFL thinks he is. Like he's the the uh, um, chair, uh, chairman and whatever. I don't know what the commissioner. He's a commissioner in the NFL. Like all the fans hate him, but he like he thinks he's a good guy. Well, just so, like, I mean, it could be the same thing with Triple H. Like they make these decisions, but then at the same time they're like, oh, Connor's cure and and Divas Revolution. And it is hard to make the authority. Uh, super heel because they do do all that stuff for like you said Connor's Cure and uh, Make a Wish and all that be a star stuff and it's kind of hard when you're going into be a star and going be a good person but on TV you're a bully but, yeah think, you're yeah, basically being I a bully think that's part of the which problem it, is which Stephanie has come out and said publicly like that's why no. we have to tell people hey this is TV where characters this is be a star, all this. We're this is real. Life. No, like this four is... or five years ago, they had some huge is- issues. I think was Dolph Ziggler was they had them heavily doing be a star tours, and these kids were like, like no, like You're a bad we, guy we watch wrestling. You're a bully. Yeah, like everything you just told us not to do, you do every night to this guy and this guy and this guy. Like they they had to start pulling some of their heels off the be a star t- stuff because kids was calling them out on it. 
Well, it's I mean, there's so much transparency in in the industry nowadays. You know, like we know what people do behind the scenes. We know what people do in front of the camera, and we know that there's not consistency. And yeah, the kids who are a big part of the fan base for the WWE and wrestling in general, you know, they don't make that distinction yet. So I can understand why there'd be some issues. And now that social media is so heavily involved mm-hmm. with everything, it's a lot harder to just keep kayfabe alive. I don't want to say kayfabe's dead because you can. It pretty much is. Well, I don't want I mean, it to be dead. And it's it's so interesting though because you can you can follow the 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 wrestler Twitter accounts and you can kind of tell which ones the WB are saying hey yeah like we want you to keep your Twitter more in character and which ones are kind of just like. They can do whatever they want with their account. Yeah. Stardust. You're Stardust in your in your in your Twitter. Well, Stardust is Stardust. Well, Stardust didn't have <laughs> Cody Rhodes didn't have a Twitter account until like the Stardust gimmick started. You, you keep saying Cody Rhodes. I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> Stardust didn't have a Twitter account until just recently. Yeah, but he but on this on the flip side of that, he still like Eden posts pictures of her yeah. and, and Cody, Cody together all yeah. the time. Yeah. Well, and, this and, guy, this fictional yeah, guy. Yeah, well, and, and just like Lana will tweet now about Ziggler all the time. You know, well, that there's obviously things that they're doing for um, storylines, and there's obviously things that they're doing personally. Because yeah. even Dolph Ziggler will tweet at tons of people, like Amy Schumer and t- just all these people, and then he's also tweeting at Lana the same thing, and it's. Well, he used to date Amy. Yeah, I know. Which is good for him. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, she, yeah. she, she, wow. she has a, a comedy bit where she's talking about he's the, this guy. He, you know, he's a wrestler, and like he has she has this whole like five minute bit about him. No, I, I just found that out recently. It's, and, huh. and the he, sex it, was too athletic. That's what she said. Yeah, he used to throw her around the bed. Then, know, that's, do you think that was, might be was, why in her new movie she yeah. chose John Cena to kind of? It could be. It yeah. could be. Well, and, that makes and, and a little more done, sense. Now he's joke. done some stand up because of her, because like he, he oh, yeah. helped her get into. Well, he got some heat for doing that stand up recently, because he backstage uh, heat. Yeah, yeah, he got some backstage heat on that. He was doing something in L.A. and I think he had. A, he was at the Laugh Factory and he posted his his uh, like sheet of what is he, that like what it his, was his outline and one of them was like quitting wrestling. Like one of the things said quitting wrestling and oh, they were okay. like what and they were like what yeah. did I, I don't I don't remember what the he was I just know he had heat yeah and yeah. I th- I thought it was he had to be somewhere but then he was like no I have a comedy show well I think it was some of that <laughs> too. okay yeah. was some of that okay really isn't yeah. that the same kind of contract that. Jericho is on right now. Where Jericho's, I think, is a Jericho little Jericho pioneered that. Contract. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah, he has way better contract. But I remember that there was something about like Dolph wanted to leave the WWE because the way they were using him, blah blah blah. And finally, they're like, "Listen, stick around. We'll just let you do more of your own thing as well." Like that was what I thought. I mean, he's there every week, so oh, yeah. he's still working. Yeah, I mean, he's on house. I thought they gave him a little. He resigned. He yeah. resigned his contract because for a while his original was... didn't get like tweaked at all. Because I thought it was no. Tweaked. I think no. That's what I'm saying. I th- like they. They changed it. They must have changed it to make him happy because he resigned after okay. he was think, saying that he's probably going to leave. I think there's a lot less guys who are at the top of the card who are able to no longer have to do the 360 days a week stuff. And then they're starting to realize that some of their guys who they're – I mean because I, I think they're doing way more media appearances than they used to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean some of these guys are – they have to wrestle a pay-per-view match, but they also have to spend six hours – Doing radio shows and then go to high school and then do a signing and, work and then out. do a make a wish and do your yeah and yeah and work do... out for four hours every day. Mm-hmm. So speaking of working out, the last match on the uh, good segue the card was John Cena versus uh, Seth Rollins in a steel cage, and just like every other match those two have had, it was very good. It's a great it? match. Okay. Yeah, they're solid. I'm starting to like Seth Rollins. Starting starting yes, well, yeah I, why not until he started feuding with Cena. I, I I didn't care for him in the Shield. I didn't I didn't like the Shield that much. But during I was watching very off and on during the Shield. Okay. Heydays like during when the Shield were like the it mm-hmm. people like so I. And I'm not a big like Dean Ambrose right now. I don't like him that much. What? Yeah. What's wrong Dean with you? Ambrose, Will? Get you out of here. To, you you didn't like Dean Ambrose like a month till like a month ago. Dean Ambrose is great all the time. <laughs> Dean Ambrose is like he's so ECW. Like in today though, like I could see him coming out and smacking himself in the head with a with a kendo stick and drinking a beer. Like he would have been, yeah, he would have been right at home. Modern, yeah. modern day Sandman, honestly, uh, modern day ECW. Piper's everyone's always compares him to Piper and Stone Cold, yeah. right? Because he's no, great he's, on the mic too. He's, he's Brian Pillman, and yeah. Brian, he's being compared to so many amazing people, and you don't like him. 
No, it's not really. You're crazy. Right. Well, it's bad taste. We should taste. do a show just convincing Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, rem- remember, that though, I warned was... you guys. He he was all about the Rusev angle. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no, he has bad taste. It's, it's, a, it's a valuable point of view that doesn't <laughs> gel with the rest of us, though. That's important. Anyway, um, storylines on every paper. Uh, but this match was a really good match. Um, I think everybody and their mother knew how it was going to end. Yeah. Um, and it, it was great. Wait, Seth wait, great you spot. weren't shocked that Kane came out and stopped Seth from getting out of the cage? <gasps> wait, wait, was it Masked Kane or Unmasked Kane? Masked Kane. <sighs> Unmasked Kane's a super nice guy. I'm yeah. loving, I'm I loving love that. Thing. I'm loving this. It game. is so it like so attitude much. era, but yeah, it's love still it. so great. Well, it's, it, I love like the three amazing. faces of Foley and when he makes the distinguish between the personalities. So the fact that they're kind of doing the same thing now with Kane is just loving it. And, and now Kane's acting like he doesn't know. The only the only thing that I wish they would have done differently was brought back like full mask cane instead of the fruit roll up mask yeah. cane because yeah, I don't think he, anybody likes that new original, mask origi- well, original mask cane. He's had that mask since what two thousand three. Yeah, but nobody that, likes it. He did that horror movie. Yeah. Uh, no, that it? mask is newer than that. It's is from. It? No, yeah, it's from. Um, well, well, it's, it's not two thousand three, but it's it's same like, like two thousand nine, right? Same cutout of the two thousand three mask when he got rid of the full face. Yeah, it, it, it's. It's, I don't remember now. Th- that, oh. f- that first cut he did, though, still It's like had the a, same. Similar, but, but this, this new one's more, supposed to be more of a leather one. The last one like the last one was more distinguished to red and black. This one's a little bit more leather looking. Yeah, yeah. It, but it, it goes back to him being in those, those couple horror movies. They're trying to make him more of the horror guy again. Which it's I'm like, for. I'm yeah, totally fine. for it. I love it. Love everything about it. Until, until he took off his mask, he was one of my favorite wrestlers. I still love and him. He's, I still he's, love a, he's great. Once he, lost his, once he lost his mask for that while, I just did not you just, care I, for him. I forget. Much. How do they explain away that his face wasn't burnt? They, well, they didn't. They, they, he, he got unma- on his, they unmasked him. They're like, oh, look at how hideous he is. He, he's so scarred. His hair was all like, he was just like a not good looking well, guy. But they tried out, selling it like he was terrible. Poor Glenn Jacobs. It was going this thing where it was like slowly... Every time he would switch he his ring out, he face. would have less. When he would have less, you know, because originally it was like gloves, you know, full gloves, long sleeves. Like you didn't see any part of his body. Talked to the voice box, like "Hi, I'm Kane." I do not remember the voice box. That was like, oh, yeah. did that actually happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. Because like, that's like that, when Kane first came out. Because originally, the, the way it works is the Undertaker burnt down his house yeah. with his parents. Well, they're in brothers. It, when yes. Kane was still in the house. Yeah. So originally, Kane was hor- like was horribly burnt. I remember burnt this. And couldn't talk because of the fire. And then slowly they just he would start showing. He's been in rehab since ninety. Yeah. Don't, don't you remember he was friends with whatever? He was tag champs with X Pac and he was like part of DX, like affiliate member yeah. for a little while. And mm-hmm. he was like second. Yeah, <laughs> but even during no, then, so like, awesome. like even during then he 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 started wearing the outfit. Then we had one long sleeve. You could see his arm wasn't burnt. Like he slowly started wearing less of a covering skin, and they just kind of like slowly more and more. And then he did that movie, See No Evil, yep. and he unmasked. Where he was just that. an ugly guy. Big yeah. ugly guy. I think the wardrobe change was just Glenn Jacobs getting more sassy and wanting to show mm. more skin. Oh, you yeah. think? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. I'm sure. Oh, it could not have been comfortable for him to wrestle in that stuff when he wrestled when he first debuted. It did not look comfortable It was a wear. full body suit. It was a long sleeve yeah. with gloves and gigantic and like big old leather mask. gloves he was wearing. Yeah. And I'm a... I'm, uh, I've always been a big Kane fan. Kane's probably been my oh, favorite good. big man wrestler, um, which will actually segue into our next topic. Um, but the ending of the match uh, was what you would expect. Kane came out. Seth Rollins didn't want to get outside the ring with Kane, even though he totally had the match won. So he stayed inside the match, and then Cena beat him. And then Kane goes in the match and beats the crap out of you know Rollins again. You know, rinse, repeat, cast the shack. So all good. Network special. Oh yeah, no. Totally. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. I, I definitely will catch it. On the card. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing happened to me though for the Japan one. After Brock Lesnar, I turned it off, and I did not even know there was a tag match after it. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of it's kind of surprising they didn't have Lesnar headline. That, like I said, they did the same exact thing uh, for the Japan one. If Lesnar had headlined this one though, I would have been even more disappointed because it wasn't that great of a match. It wasn't. You know? Yeah. It doesn't well, is what it was. It was just they were billing this show as the as part of the Go to Hell tour. Yeah, it's the Brock Lesnar goes to hell tour. And then Monday I believe he's gonna be doing something else for the network and a bunch of other stuff. Is he doing, is he doing a Stone Cold podcast? Uh something like that, I yeah. believe. And then he's got 
the Hell in a Cell coming 25th. later. Is there 20, something else happening in between um, that and then? Like, is there another Brock match yeah, they're trying to sell? He's, they basically build him for three or four matches. It's him, Big Show, him and some doing, I think, a Stone Cold's podcast, and then him and someone else. Oh, is there another thing? I think, yeah, he, he's doing a couple house shows or a couple, like, he's doing a Raw match or How, something. There's got to be something on Raw. But it was just, it was so weird, too, though, how they just randomly announced this whole thing via a video packet during Night Champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the announcers just come back and they're like, oh, that was the uh, new announcement. Like, did someone, like, Did they that? not know? I, I, I kind of wonder if someone played that packet on accident too soon. And that there is supposed to have been. I didn't get that feeling at all. No, I don't remember. They were it, like, honestly? "That's a landmark announcement." I <laughs> remember seeing that preview and just going, "This is a great, great." Whoa! Preview. Look at this! Wow, guys! Is I don't that know your why. I don't know why I made that. Um, anyway, <laughs> Michael Cole. All right, next topic. So, uh, in an effort, uh, if you guys remember, on our first show, we talked about our histories um, being wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And so in an effort to help the um, the listeners get to know us a little bit better, we're going to go through and list our favorite wrestlers of all time. Oh, man. How many are we doing? I don't think we have enough time for five. Three? Three. three. Let's top three. three. No, are we going to do each name or three in a row? We're going to go one. I think we round robin it. Round robin. Round robin. Right. No, no give me more time order, to think. guys. It'll make oh, it a little man. easier. Yeah, don't take it. This isn't word. I've... Uh, it changes. Yeah, me. it does fluctuate. It, it, it's very fluid. I remember, uh, I guess I'll start, um, and I just said it, that I think that one of my favorite big man wrestlers of all time is Kane. I think that what he's capable of doing, what he's been capable of doing, the the top rope lariat, the the drop kicks, you know, he's just a, a spry dude. Um, it, it's seeming like uh, Luke Harper is going to take that from me, though, because Luke Harper's amazing for a gigantic person. But I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it with Kane, even corporate Kane. I like Kane. Okay. I always have. Well, mankind, uh, just mankind, mankind, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack. So you're just going Mick Foley. There's all three dude, of them. Love, dude. <laughs> I I am all about the the faces of Foley. All right, so my top my third best. I sure my top three. Number three is gonna be CM Punk for me. It's just when I came back, you're saying no. Did you take his? <laughs> now I'm just I'm mad at you for taking. Yeah. One Sorry. I, ca- af- I came back in, and it was CM Punk who did it, and I just loved everything. The, uh, even it, it after brought me back. Even after he took his ball and went home? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I don't watch UFC, but I'm excited for him to make his debut. I will be watching it when I he will makes it. We debut. should cover that that for sure. Well, once we find out what it I is. Think, yeah, I think, as I say, I think that's wrestling-related enough. Um, so I'm just going to piggyback because that's where I was going. I'm actually wearing my, my brand new for my birthday, uh, Luck is for Losers CM Punk hoodie that I got from ProWrestlingTees.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, CM Punk, uh, for me, I, I love him. Uh, I used to be straight edge when I was younger. And, not uh, anymore. Not anymore. I no. mean, since no. you drank that rowdy, it was since you drank that Not Your Father's Repair, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 that was, was straight, 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 straight edge until last straight. week. There was alcohol on there, you know that, right? Yeah, no, I know. He's like, ah, crap. No, 29 so, years down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like as far as people that, are, were th- that I think are the complete package, out of people that have started like that are non-Attitude Era people, I think he's as far as someone that can work in the ring, who can do face and heel well, and is a good talker, like he's untouched in this, in this era, I think. I can absolutely agree with that. Um. My second, and this is in no order really for me except for the top one. Um, I'm going to go ahead with somebody who like revolutionized like a certain part of the industry, and that was the uh, women's division. I got to go, Lita. Ooh, Lita. I do love Lita. Like Lita was amazing she doing the top was. rope stuff, getting involved with the guys in the ring, and even though she was like sexy out there, she wasn't showing like a whole ton of skin because she's wearing the you know big old baggy pants too. Like I just think she was great, and I, I love her on Tough Enough too. Like she's wonderful. On she's Tough great. I, I love seeing her back in the WWE picture. It's it's wonderful. I, I've missed her a lot. So that that's mine. Well, so the next guy is I wish most of his last ten years didn't exist, but it's one of my guys, Kurt Angle. Kurt um, Angle, especially when he was in. You have him right here. Yeah, my bobblehead from back in the day. Like especially when he was in wrestling originally. You know. Pro wrestling's are only Olympic gold medalist. Like, I don't know. Like, for whatever reason, like, I loved all this stuff. You know, it's true. It's true. Um, I really liked his stint in ECW. Yeah. Well, in the milk chuck. Like, one of my all-time favorite spot gimmicks. <laughs> was he so came ridiculous. out with the milk chuck. You know what I mean? Like, and I loved when he was doing, like, the 
they had this angle of like him and Stephanie, and it was just, like this was whole good. fused tension. All right, my number two, as Conrad said, mine are never set besides my top one. But for right now, since we've been talking about a lot recently, I'm going to put Jericho as my number two. Am Mike, I stealing all yours? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I might steal your last one, too. All right, then you finish this one up. So um, I think Mike and I are just going to present these things together from now on. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jericho, uh, for a really long time, has been my favorite one. And uh, I met him. I've been to some Fozzie shows. He's, I mean, he's just, just like, just like uh, CM Punk. Great in the ring. Great, great talker. Great as a face and as a heel. Um, is he's, he's All right, unmatched, dude. and he's still good now. I mean, oh yeah, yeah great, absolutely. Um, top of all time, Shawn Michaels. Amazing. What what is this face you're making? Do you not agree that's with me? Oh, well, there's yours, didn't I? There's yours. Shawn Michaels. With I'm going first next time. <laughs> but no, Shawn, Shawn Michaels. I mean, the guy's just amazing. Come so on. for me, like when I first started watching wrestling for the first year or two. This is my number one least liked wrestler. And then they let him do his thing more, and he became my number one favorite, Triple H. Okay. All right. I started out hating the guy, thinking he was terrible. And then. That's thanks to Shawn Michaels, but, by the way. Well, no, it was, it was actually Michaels was out on injury. It, it was when he started yeah, yeah. splitting from DX originally and started doing more like things of his own in the ring. I realized he's my favorite. He's been my favorite for easily about 15 years now. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. My top guy always will be. I just when I was a kid, he was it. Uh, him, every time he came on, I was just like, "I'm not leaving. This is I'm watching." Honorable mention to Jr. By the way, oh yeah, yeah. The, Jr. made him who he was, and he he knows it too. He I will won't. say that to the public. So since mine was my last one was already said, and we need to wrap up here, I'm just gonna say one that doesn't need to be explained: The Rock. Yes, yeah. The Rock is amazing. Still is amazing. He's amazing in everything else he does, too, outside of wrestling. And he has I adorable mean, dogs. He yeah, does. One of them just passed away, too. Oh, yeah. no, really? Yeah. Oh, Ate a toxic mushroom. Ooh. Watch oh, out wow. for mushrooms in your yard, folks. And he has the most epic cheat days on his diets. <laughs> <laughs> He's just an epic man. Before we go, Josh, I want to say happy birthday, man. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. 30th happy birthday. birthday. That's Thank amazing to you. First birthday on Top Rope Review. Yeah. And you guys are actually aren't been- really going anywhere because The Rack is coming up next yeah. on the Podcast Detroit Network, and you will be on the show along with the undercard. We're keeping it in the podcast family this week, so uh, don't change the channel. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned, people. We'll be back. You'll have more Top Rope, and you'll get The Rack and also the undercard. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. And follow us, follow on, us Twitter, on Twitter. Top Rope Review. On all? Yeah, we're just Top Rope Top Review. Top Rope Review on, everywhere. Uh, you yeah. Google it. We'll be there, hopefully. So this has been Top Rope Review on the Podcast Detroit Network uh, above Activate Gaming. This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.